No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. So you're at home and it's evening or it's lunchtime. And you've ordered everything you can imagine from that online app that you order food from. And everything comes to your house and it's lame when it gets there. It's like cold or totally greasy. It's disgusting. But check this out. You know what travels amazingly well for delivery? What? Chicken wings. No bullshit. And you know what the best ones to order are? Fire Fire on on the the mountain. Go check out Fire on the Mountain, everybody. You want to have something delivered right to your door tonight that tastes delicious, it's going to fill you up, it's going to be some of the most amazing food you ever put in your face hole. That's right. I I like all these things. Locally owned and operated since 2005. And look, you don't have to order it. I just thought that was cool that like chicken wings actually travel well for delivery and we live in you're getting food delivered world now. So like, you don't have to have it delivered. You can go to the Fremont location here in Portland. You can go to the Burnside location. You can go to the other one that the I always forget. The interstate location. That, that other one. Or if you're in the Denver area. That's right. You can go to the Wash Park or... The Highlands. That's right. And what, one thing I love about these guys is if you've already listened to a few of these ads, we could go on for like an hour about everything they have on the menu because they have different things Their at each location. Their menus are robust. What you need to do is just you, you go to portlandwings.com to check out what's going on. Or you go to FOTMPDX on Instagram to see what they have because what's, it's constantly changing. What's the new thing right now? The beer that they have? It's a it's the an new, IPA that they have from Fire in the Mountain right. Brewing? Yeah, it's the Sun Machine. Ooh. It is it's brewed with looking. their Idaho 7 hops on a canvas of Pilsner, oats, and wheat malts for a softly malted IPA overloaded with resinous tropical and pink Grapefruit hop aromas. Yeah, man. Support the No Simple Road family sponsors. Support your stomach. Support delicious food and the Grateful Dead community at large. It's called Fire on the Mountain for crying out loud. Go check it out. Three locations in Portland, two in the Denver area. And if you're sad that you don't live in one of those places, stop being sad. You can go online to portlandwings.com and order yourself some of their sauce. Make it at home. Listen to No Simple Road. You'll have a whole experience. Fire on the Mountain. If you were shop tour bus, you'd be super tired right now. Why? Because they have so much going on. I think 
I think Luke and the roadies over at Shop Tour Bus probably are just down to like the bones on their fingers. They have worked their fingers. Kind of like in Coco. To the bone. Yeah, kind of like that. Go to shoptourbus.com or at shoptourbus on Instagram. You'll see what the heck we're talking about. And check this out. Good news. Cosmic Charlie's on the ballot this November. He's running as an independent representative of Deep Space, where he's focused on extending the legal boundaries of recreational cannabis and the framework for human kindness. Not surprisingly, his campaign slogan is, guess what? How do you do? Get it, everybody? Though, at first, this may seem shallow and even basic. He and his famous anthem are really wondering about humanity. Tough question to answer right now. How are we doing? Get this shirt. This is super This one's cool. awesome. I yeah. love this one. Go go over to their Instagram. He's got a little joint in his hand. Check out the Cosmic Charlie design. Check out all the designs at Shop Tour Bus for their t-shirts, their hoodies, their stickers, their pins, all the amazing Grateful Dead inspired merch they got going on over yeah, and there. Yeah, help keep them busy going into the holidays. We don't want them to recu- recuperate too much. This is a great thing to get as a gift. You can get gift cards. I mean, you can do a lot of things. You can personalize a message. There's one really cute, um, it's not a new design, but it's a really cute design, uh, Crazy Fingers. Oh, yeah. And they have the hoodie for that one, too. So check that one out, because that one is a really beautiful color and super fun design. And they're giving you free shipping when you put in the promo code. No Simple Road. All, all one, one word. word. When you're checking out, you're going to get free shipping. And what's up, Apple? Oh, well, they just got a huge stock of bootlegs. Somebody sent in a whole box of bootlegs. So your chances of getting a miracle bootleg in your package are much greater now and they got one other thing going on they are headed to berlinetta brewing next wednesday 10 26 for another evening of analog dead with delicious beer tasty food wicked merch and kind humans all right so if you're up in their area in connecticut i'd head on over there definitely would do that and listen if you order this as a gift for somebody for the holidays when they open that on that morning or evening or whenever they open their present that you got them. They're not just getting the shirt or the hoodie or the whatever that you bought them. They're getting all kinds of extras. And like Apple said, they may even get a Grateful Dead bootleg in there. So this is the gift that keeps on giving. Go to shoptourbus.com, put in the promo code No Simple Road, get your free shipping, hook somebody up with something special. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, 
evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. It's Monday. Hey, it's Aaron. It is Mel. Maybe I shouldn't have had this cough drop. And it's Apple. I also have a cough drop. I have tucked cough in drop my too. Thing. We're all, We're all noisy today. Mon- Monday, Monday fun day. You know, no yeah. simple word family. If you're, if you're on your drive to work right now, just know that we're on the drive with you and that our arms are wrapped around your car in an expression of the ultimate form of togetherness, joy, love, and family, and that we're headed to work with you with smiles on our faces and joy in our hearts, or not, whatever. We're there with you. You get the idea. We are. I know I'm heading, I'm heading to work on Mondays with happiness. Are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I am too. Okay. It's one of my busiest days, but it's also when I get to see what happened over the weekend and then prepare for the coming week and all of people's cannabis needs. Okay. Well- I, you guys are the two people that are stoked to go to work on Monday. I'm I, I'm just a morning person. Wait, a person that's not a morning person in our household is Ryder. Yeah. And I can't help but be extra joyful when he comes in the room true. just to be annoying. I it Okay. Mel, do you think you're a morning person? I think that I am. I, I think that I'm neutral. I I can wake up early and have a good attitude. Sometimes I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, but it's not always. Well, okay, I'm talking about like that's law of averages. Yeah, I would say yes. I yeah, am. I was going to say that's rare with Mel for it to be, you know, though, you have a little black rain cloud when you are. That's like one out of a hundred. Right. Mel, Mel's, I, I like seeing Mel in the morning. Okay. Okay. Apple, are you a morning person? Do yes. You- I'm a, I'm a morning, I am a morning person. I wake up kind of silly. <laughs> okay. I'm ready to go and I enjoy well, the thing I do too, we, we talked about this is like, I try to preach this to younger people that wake up like 20 minutes before they have to be oh at work God. okay, boomer. and come in, having to go to the bathroom, they're eating, they're disheveled, they're not awake. It's like, I get up an hour and a half to two hours before I even have to leave the porch to head to work. Okay. No, not ask me. Hey, Aaron, are you a morning person? Yeah. Yeah, I would say I'm a morning person. I, I think that um, probably, oh, I've said this not too long ago on the show. There's a there's a perfect window between, <laughs> between like the first sip of my first cup of coffee in the morning and when I have to shit. 
where I feel rested and ready for the day. That's After that, that sweet, it's all downhill from spot. there. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's go around the room and and say, do we think the other people like we've we've said <laughs> what we think about ourselves? I was going to say because I had something when Aaron says he is, I'd I'd give him I'd give him I'd give him like fifty. I was going to say sixty four. I'd say fifty fifty. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're, it's a it's a coin toss of whether you're going to be a morning person because I like I like to be a little extra with you too when you're kind of not feeling it. Like, come on, good morning, sunshine. Come on, how do you do? Okay, mm-hmm. Apple. Do you think Mel's a morning person? Yes, all my mo- most of that. I like I said, probably like one out of a hundred Mel's off, okay. and you know it. And that's when I Mel Mel doesn't really make an appearance though when she's off in my experience mm-hmm. if mel's not having a morning she no the magician she's does not, not hanging out, out in the kitchen with her. our buffoon yeah she doesn't come out for the buffoonery when she's oh, not yeah, feeling I, ca- it. I can't handle that what can't handle what the buffoonery is the perfect word for that buffoonery what when, are you talking about when you and apple and Ryder sometimes just start saying Being dumb goofy. ass shit that's it's, it's not morning. it's not funny and I don't want to be a more of a black cloud and be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, I'd have to agree that it's not funny. But it's like, and then it gets annoying if it, I'm already anywhere near a bad mood. Like, shut up. Like, just don't <laughs> say anything. <laughs> so Mel does the gracious thing and, like, doesn't make an appearance when she's not yeah, feeling plus, it. Yeah, plus, if she- I know I've got a bad attitude, I don't want to bring it around, like, smelling like a turd in the room. Like, and- everybody's like, <laughs> being dumb. And then all of a sudden, like, oh like, shit here comes mel <laughs> my, with, with mel my favorite mornings are when she when she's just immediately coming out talking and giving attention to the plants and stuff where she's like ready to go and she's yeah. like sunshine shining in the window <laughs> and watering the plants and just humming and talking to herself and you know how i miss we all do is simon simon Aww. was the best morning person. simon I, which surprised me that he like what like once he started working they he, he he was i could say anything to him in the morning being silly and he would he would riff on it and we'd go back and forth mm-hmm. of just being buffoons and having mm-hmm. a good morning time and well i i like silliness i'm not gonna say i don't I, you guys know i love to laugh and i like to be silly yeah, you but are our best i'm audience. talking un- yes. under my if i've got a morning attitude or any kind of attitude for that yeah, you're feeling art. But, but, but wait a minute 60 40 i have to agree really no i went i changed that to 50 50 really i was gonna give you the benefit of that to say 60 percent you are a morning person and 40 percent not anything can 50/50. can like tip that delicate balance like if your coffee doesn't get made right or like if you didn't sleep right your back annoyed you then now you're not happy in the morning like everything yeah. will, can affect you okay so. and i and i don't right. know aaron's very and also i don't know a lot of times the well well and the dynamics kind of changed now because now you're back to the office three days a week mm-hmm. and i i don't see you i don't like that right i don't like when i wake up you're already gone but what am i gonna do about that <laughs> wake up earlier and hang out with me dude. Right. well they get, we up, get up, up at five room. in the morning no, no that's cool but, but a lot of times I walk out, Aaron's already there with his coffee and cigarette, and you're usually already doing stuff with the show. You're on Instagram, you're, so I come out and I'm quiet. I don't want to disturb him when he's like, and then you'll, you'll, you'll be like, oh, hey, you know I'm out there, but then Aaron does that. He's like, oh, hey, didn't even see you there. <laughs> and then we start bullshitting and, you know, doing our morning thing. Yeah. I, I, you guys think I'm kidding about the, like, perfect window. 
No, I don't think you're don't kidding because you're I kidding. agreed completely on that. I mean, you were like it's kind of the same creatures of habit, and that is, you know, we have our coffee, we have our cigarette, you have that nice little spot until it's like, oh, now I got to go to the bathroom. And and even even <clears throat> if there's like even if it's a day off, right? There's nowhere to go. There's no plans for that day. Even then. It's that sweet spot. There's that and when, sweet, when it's a day off, that sweet spot is extended. It's a little it longer, like, for sure. But, but once the, the coffee, the first cup of coffee is gone, it's like, I don't know, man. Like, the last day's exhaustion is, has started to kick back <laughs> in. <laughs> I, All right. I saw a meme that was like, can you imagine getting a good night's sleep Waking up feeling rested, having a great day, and then doing it all over again. <laughs> when they're putting up memes like that, I I know we're not the only ones yeah. to feel like that. But what about me? You guys agree I'm a morning person? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, wait, oh. wait. I have I, 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 I have my days. Yeah. I'm not. I would say I'll give you 70-30. Okay. Yeah, because there's some days when Jimmy Mike wakes up. That's true. Yeah, that's true. That. I usually I try not to that. make an appearance until it's passed a little, but it does happen. Yeah, Jimmy Mike wakes up. And Jimmy it's Mike usually, even needs sunshine once in a while. <laughs> it's usually like when you know you're going into some dipshittery at work or like <laughs> the last day's tomfoolery and chicanery at your office messed with your head and you didn't sleep it at rolled all. rolled over. Yeah, and then no. The reason I bring it up is be, the reason that we're all waking up to an alarm in the morning is because we're going to a day job, right? Yeah. If if I didn't have a day job, I probably wouldn't be waking up at 5 a.m., right? Mel, would mm-hmm. you be waking up at 4 in the morning if you didn't have a day job? Not necessarily 4, but I was waking up early when, and this was just weeks ago yeah yeah i was waking up early not four but seven or six thirty or right much more before i needed to so i was thinking about something today yeah i can't sleep in no i can't either I'm, it feels wasteful i yeah. don't know about feeling wasteful the, that's for, to me the it feels only way way. i can sleep in is wake and bake and i don't like to do that because then that just rolls out through the whole day of messing up everything yeah i don't know about wasteful it's painful more than wasteful no, over over eight hours like my body starts to hurt mm. yeah so, laying anyway, in bed that long older. here's here's the the reason i brought this up i was thinking about something that i wanted to ask you guys this question I, and really think about the answer to this and like because it's an easy answer and it's also not okay so here's the question and whoever wants to go first can go first but if you had unlimited like resources and you didn't have to go to work, what would you do? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, and like you can structure your day or, or say, you know, put, put this together any way you want. But I was thinking about this yesterday and today at work because I had some shit happen at work and I wished I had unlimited resources and whatever, but I wanted to see what you guys had to say about this. I mean, not too long ago, I had this exact scenario where I wasn't waking up 
going to work. Not that I had unlimited resources, but I think sometimes we think we're going to change our life so dramatically. I've made my life pretty damn great to where I love it. And so if I had extra resources, like more money, I'd just not spend time out as much time outside of the house doing stuff for other people, you know, clocking in and out. I'd be home doing what I was doing, doing our show, you know, no simple disruption, um, doing artwork, um, having clients like I can't change everybody's life. So I'm thinking about it in the terms of this is my life. And so I'd still be doing the same thing. If you had unlimited resources, you would still be taking clients. Yeah. Why? Because I I love to connect with people and it's fun for me. It's like today I had a client and I, it's like hanging out with your friend all day. So like, and it's making people feel good, which is, makes people you got a feel gift good, for that. The look touch. Good. Yeah. Right. And so like, why wouldn't I want to continue to do that? And it, again, I've kind of created it. So where it's still in under my control. I can, I don't have to take clients. I get to take clients, right. you know? So I just think that I'd make my space so fucking dope that I wouldn't want to leave it and I would have do what we do. I, I, I don't, I mean, traveling, it's all sounds That's fun what and I was stuff, just say. but like, I don't, <laughs> I have a grandson. I, I'm, I think so differently now. I think very differently. Like I don't want to be gone from my life. I want to be present in it. So I don't want to like leave it to do stuff, to go travel, maybe a vacation here and there, but not like as my everyday life. I love it. I like what I'm doing. I like who I'm married to. I like where I live. I love my kids. Like only thing I can do is more of that kind of stuff with the people I love. Mm. Hell yeah. That, that's wow. That's a, that's a guy like that. Cause it, I, it's very true. I'm not like, I'm not trying to like <laughs> not play the game. I get where you're asking, but I've set it up in such a way that I, I don't do very many things I don't want to do. And I like that answer because basically your answer is like, you better yourself to help better other people. Like what? Maybe I'd throw more spa days in there. I'd start out with my fucking spa day, you know, have my, here we go. You know, now like we're talking. I have my smoothie ready, my fucking, you know, my, massage my feet and hands. So they're, you know, get out of the bed, nice, un, unswollen. My little ice machine on my face, just get the swelling down. The little yoga sesh, breathing sesh, meditation sesh, journal sesh, stroll out clean, feeling good. Okay. I mean, but still come to the same same man, I mean, same house, right, same I'm, spot. I'm going to come with the extravaganza. Yeah, there. let's go, <laughs> man. Let's do it. I had this in my mind. I mentioned this to Aaron when we were just down in Eugene uh, this past weekend, which we'll talk about. Uh, unlimited resources, and this would be the same thing. You know, I'm going to roll off of Mel's kind of stuff. It's like to focus on ourselves, to make ourselves better for everyone else. I want the no simple bro, like compound. It'd be like, it'd be like a play in a nutshell. It'd be a place that had an indoor venue and recording studio and like bar food, everything like a venue for bands to play inside and everything. Also for the nice weather, an outdoor little amphitheater 
like all on a nice little piece of property like we've talked about mm-hmm. place you know little yurts huts whatever stuff for bands and stuff to come stay with us and then i'm going to throw in there for mel like a little spa that'd be off a Who little retreat love a spa back around. off in like the the woods somewhere or something are we talking but, like a spa with like a hot tub and a cold plunge and a yeah, steam with like room. all yeah, Infrared. float a float. I mean, we're talking unlimited yep. resources, okay. float tanks, yeah, yeah, uh, yoga but, but room. How, this is a day. <laughs> yeah, that's the okay. Apple Apple guy. Yeah, well, when he said unlimited resources, it's like it's like you know, like take the ideas we had to get in a nice little piece of property and building it up over time. Well, now get that piece of property and blow it out I'm talking and about make dreaming. It, yeah, like the no simple road like ranch where it would be open like venue all the time restaurant bar everything and then all nice other little things all around the property and okay. just make it like the most awesome place and also with kind of the same thing in mind is like i don't want to leave home i want to create a home where i want to be there all the time and everybody can come and be with us like i like the i mean like traveling's fun and everything but it's, it's not as fun as it used to be <laughs> airplanes and all that stuff it'd be cool to have a place that people really wanted to come to and you know and and it was it, like it was so dope well our house is like that That's everybody was, that comes and visits us that. doesn't want to leave and when they do leave they feel better mel's given them a treatment or they've hung out with us and we've just had a good time we've broken bread together or even sometimes you know, they just kind of go off on their own and do their own thing yeah. on the property like and when they dave came it. to stay and he just yeah. like kind of did his own thing and we all went to shows together and had fun and yeah we yeah. created a very relaxed environment at this house i'm just thinking of it like on a grand yeah. scale mm-hmm. of like you know shit if we had a little Fucking plop a little nice fucking like hotel in the middle of it mm-hmm. <laughs> with a lot of rooms and stuff. And, Are you, you know, seeing like a um like a communal kitchen, like an outdoor area where everybody could eat together when the weather's nice? Well, yeah, like for the amphitheater part of it and everything, you'd have a place for like that was already set. So like you could have vendors come in and went after bringing all their trailers and so like bring your food. Here's this huge outdoor area with stoves kitchen i mean yeah we could keep on expanding on it but like like everything you could possibly want for a festival and a venue and everything like that that's there and like a place 365 days a year like a place like and uh, it doesn't have to be torn down or reconfigured it's like on our property it's the no simple road no simple road land no yeah and like (laughs) yeah like dollywood a place like where um kitchen dwellers went to record the cabin sessions but like expanded out so that's like a recording studio and a band could come and like stay in the house and recording studio and yeah like stay there for a month record your album yeah okay yeah we got food we got shelter but you just talked about like the land that you're living on what are you doing with all of this. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, what am I doing with that? All the things. I'd be cooking, bartending, help learning about a recording studio. And I mean, of course, there's going to be an awesome, we'd have our own awesome houses on the property that we live in all the time. But to facilitate like being the best host possible with all the things to offer. Hmm. We didn't have no, we didn't even have a little gift shop. Yes. <laughs> Oh really? Uh-huh. What, what are we selling? We're not selling candles in the gift shop. No, but we are. No, no we we'll, would have we'll candles, yes, but we they'd would. be dope candles. Thank you, Apple. We'd have candle making shops We'd with sell, like the best waxes. And then we'll and have cards with my collages on it, so that would be cute. We'd have some art, some original prints of your artwork. 
Um, we'll have, of course, T-shirts, hoodies, and socks. Something for your pets because pets are cute. Yeah, like no simple road merch, and then also like any of the bands that came through, we'd be like, yeah, if you want to sell some merch through our gift shop, go. And for we'll it. have like honey because you're doing like bee stuff and jam and stuff like that, like jarred goodies and a dispensary. As Good well. stuff to take on the road that. with you. That's what we'll have. We'll have like a pack that we send away with the bands after they leave like a cute little remember us kind of thing, like little towels to wipe their face and like drinks and like fancy chocolates. And like what you do now when a nice fruit and stuff I mean, like from our orchard. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Look, if, if, if I had more money or if we had more money, our experience with staying with us would be completely different. Yeah, it'd just get doper. It just doper. exactly, it'd get more luxurious and it'd get more. We would get more into it. It okay. like more personalized as well because I think about you know when people are on the road and they come and they're finally like they feel grateful, they feel settled down. But there's other little things that you can add that would help. You know, a little warm neck wrap when you get here. What your towel what? is warmed up when you get out of the shower because there's a towel heater. Thank you, please. All these under, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what Thank I'm, you, please. It's fun, you know. Yeah, like, being I like able this. to have all like freaking heated, uh, you know, floor mat that you step out and then you don't get any gross bacteria on your feet because it's heated and it like absorbs the water, which I have totally seen. Like, there's all this fun shit that you can do. It'd be dope. See, so, we got so many ideas. I want to add one last thing. I want a golf cart, just like on Fantasy Island. To pick the guests up when they come. Welcome to No Simple Road. <laughs> what What is your fantasy for the weekend? Yes. Shuttle them off to their little yurt or whatever. So, and we'll have a trampoline. If If you guys yes. are doing all that, I gotta <laughs> I gotta be in charge of the coffee. Oh up. yeah, you dude, you need like you'd be in charge of running the yeah. like, coffee what, shop. And, and when I, we went to hold on Cancun and we had that, there was that coffee shop yes. like that. I saw an eleven thousand five hundred dollar coffee maker today. That would be there. It looked like <laughs> it looked like the shit from um, kicking and screaming from like, Breaking what, Bad. Oh, okay. I think it's like Will Ferrell when he gets that huge one for the sideline of the it soccer was five game. Five times the size of that. Yeah. It it has like a crank to turn the the tub that makes the coffee. Like it's huge. It's so badass. It looks like some Walter White. Oh my God, you're being coffee shit. heaven. Anyway, I'm in charge of that. Okay. You, you're, this you're, is yeah, your, you're the person this to be is in charge of your coffee. same dream. Uh, well, no, I, we're I'm, expanding I'm in Apple's Apple's dream Yeah, we're right all now. building okay. up the, the no I'm simple in Apple's dream land. in charge okay. of the coffee shop. Okay, yeah, I'm just getting yeah. clarification. So, yeah, I'm now picturing like a property that's like the size of Montage Mountain, a <laughs> 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 water park, and throwing oh a roller gosh. coaster, some gondolas. You know, just over time, just keep building and make it the dopest place. Yeah. You don't ever want to leave. Okay. I I like it, dude. Yeah. But like, I love everything that you said. Yeah. What would you do different with your day? He just said you're What would I a, do different yes. with my day? There'd yes. be so many things to do. Like all those things would be so, so many activities to dote about the land and take care of everything. Because mm-hmm. if we had to, I mean, it would be, which I love. We, we, that's the thing. Like the three of us, we love working and we don't mind getting dirty we like working when we got something to concentrate on can you imagine with all these things i mean you're not we're talking big enough where you you 
have to employ some people. Yep. Which would be dope to be yeah. able to be an employer for people and take care of them and offer them benefits and pay them well and let them, you know, not live on the land, but live off the land. Like, oh, you need to take a basket of fruit home to your family and this and that, you know, just. Oh, yeah, because we'd have to have, have a like, like McMenamins has those dope organic gardens that they. they yeah, where they go pick the like the salad out of there yeah. just before you eat it. Okay. So it sounds exhausting. It does. Sounds tired. That's why I just realized that's like, oh, we'd have, there's so many things we'd have to employ people. Yeah, you just need help. But I just created a city now. Yeah. Now we're back to going to work in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. We got, I got too too big. Oh, reel it in. Um, so I was thinking about this over the last couple of days and I was just thinking like, man, if, if, Money wasn't the thing that was driving me, right? Like to pay bills and pay rent and put gas in the car and buy food. And if that wasn't the driver, yeah, what would I be doing? Like, how would I spend my day? What would you be doing and how would you spend your day? <clears throat> I, first and foremost, the thing that like, came to mind first was the show for me like it would give me time to be able to make it the way that I really want it right like I haven't had the opportunity to like do any of the video stuff that I want to do for the show and really like have the time to sit down and learn how to do that so that I can make it the way that I see it in my head. If you had the money, would you pay somebody to do that no, for you? No. Well, it's like I said, the first thing would be to like the one I mentioned last week would, would be to have a place with like a venue with a recording studio mm-hmm. set up in it that we got to hang out, out at every day and a professional recording studio. Right. But even before any of that, like if I'm just here, not on no simple road land. I'm just here. And hey, Aaron, you have plenty of money in the bank. Don't worry about it. Do what you need to do. This is the first thing I'm going towards. Like mm. I'm. But how? But I mean, how? I'm going to spend time learning on how to make the video better. You know, learn how to edit more. Start getting okay. it all together. So just having more time to dedicate that's, to learning. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going. That's what like what I was getting at. So yeah. like, and and also, so much of our time is cut short because we have to do other shit. Yeah. Because like, we're we have to pay bills, right? So like, yeah. you're hanging out with somebody and it's nine o'clock and it's Wednesday, you have to go to work on Thursday morning. You, you like, I got to go to bed. I, I, I can't stay up, but you're in the middle of a great conversation. Yeah. I got to quit having fun. And, right. Cause I got responsibilities I to pay hate bills that so much. I was just thinking about that. To where we at, make time irrelevant. At almost. And, and that was the conclusion that I came to is that like money equals time. Right. And if you have enough money, then that gives you more time to be able to do the things that you're most passionate about, that you really care about, 
Because if you think about it, man, like how much of your day on a, a typical work week is spent doing shit that you would rather not be doing? Almost all of it. Right? Right? A, a good portion of it for sure. And other than a short, maybe a couple hours in the morning and a couple hours in the evening, right? Because then it's work in between and yeah, then but it's then bed. In the morning, you're prepping to go to this place. And, and you know, even if you're like Apple or Mel and you really do like your job, given the option, <laughs> most I'm of us are going to be my like, ass for somebody else. Right. At the most end of, the of week. us are going to say no if we're given the option. Right? Well, yeah. Like I told you. Having that time off over this last four months, it felt like the right thing. Not just because, oh, it was great not to wake up early, but like it felt right for me to be in the house and to be here with everybody and like just the flow of everything. I I was able to take care of so much stuff, like cleaning the outside and like the house and like all of these things where they don't get done only a couple days, maybe out of the week, you know? And I hope I can get to the, like the root of what I'm talking about here. This is convoluted, but so like, like I said, given the option, most of us would be like, no, I would rather not do that thing. I would rather I'd rather be here learning how to edit. And once I learned how to edit, it would be something else. And after that, it would be something else. And it wouldn't be me just sitting here going, well, I'm going to watch reruns on Netflix today. It would be doing shit. Yeah. Right. Those times when we're deciding to Netflix and chill is because we've done so much of that shit. We've done so much of the I'd rather nots that we're exhausted and we just want to shut off for a little while. Yeah. Right. So like all around us is examples of people that have done what I'm talking about. We it's everywhere in front of us. There's corporations where people have built entire businesses that work for them so they can go live on an Island. There TV networks. There's, Apple, the company that makes the computer that I'm just, there's examples all over the place of people that have made the decision to do that and had it happen somehow. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's not impossible. No. And so like we went to Eugene last weekend and we'll get to that here in a few minutes and, and saw Polyrhythmics last week and had an amazing time. Those those guys, if you have not listened to Polyrhythmics, you need to check them out. And if you have and you haven't seen them live, you need to go see them live. Anyway, Mel and I listened to a podcast, the same podcast, the same episode, all the way to Eugene and all the way back. Mm-hmm. And it it's a two-hour episode and it was about a two-hour drive. So we listened to the whole thing from beginning to end twice. And I I can't even begin to explain the, the content of it other than this guy was talking about us living in virtual reality. Basically we live in virtual reality and, 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 um, that just that whole like simulation theory that this is virtual 
and we're not really here, that this is all an illusion, and there's an architect to the game that we're playing, and blah, blah, blah. But it got me thinking, like, even, even if that is the way that it is, or even if it's something else, and that's just a nice way to explain it, <laughs> there's, there's a way to get around the code of this life, right? And that's, a lot of us call it manifestation. Mm-hmm. Like, there's all these books on, like, think and grow rich and manifest money and, like, all this shit. Yeah. And, like, we as human beings are basically um, creativity engines. We're, uh, we're creating reality from inside of our heads all the time. You right now are creating the reality that you're sitting in. It's being decoded by your brain, all this shit that's out here, right? And same with me and same with her. And we're like these engines for creativity. But somehow we fucking are doing shit that we don't want to do most of the time. That doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't, doesn't, Fucking, life doesn't make sense. But that no, that that's an easy cop out of like life doesn't make sense. So what? Whatever. That's not a cop out. I mean, it just. So what's the solution? Is what I want to that, know. That's I. That's what I'm trying to figure out. If we're okay, so he if, doesn't offer the solution. <laughs> if we're creating reality all of the time, yeah, and we have been told that like this is the way that you do things in this life. But the way that we're doing things in this life is doing shit that you don't want to do most of the time. I don't, I'm choosing not to believe that anymore. That's like the first step. That's bullshit. Right? Like, okay. doesn't make sense. It, if I'm creating all of this, but I'm creating something I don't want to be doing most of the time, I'm doing something wrong. Me. Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah, but I mean, also if you if we're creating all of this and everything, I mean, like, like that, I, I I like that that like like this is a, that doesn't change anything that this is a simulation or anything. If it does, tell me what the answer is. When I figure it out, you'll be okay. It doesn't. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? It doesn't change yeah, any. Mean, you can look at this world as so many things. We're an atom and a thumbnail of a giant, all these different things you hear your whole life, but it doesn't change how mm. we live our lives as a society. Nobody's come up with no. that answer. Yeah, even we the, all have a shared. Even the multi-million, even people with unlimited resources, those are some of the unhappiest, weirdest fuckers on the planet. Yeah, we definitely think that more money and more time will bring us happiness, but if you're not already happy with the time you got, what makes you think that more of it is going to make you happy? You have to have this stuff within you to steward the things that you want to get or the things that are coming to you. You have to be able to handle what you have now before you can handle more. Sure. Of course. But I I don't think that's that's an issue that any of the three of us that are sitting here can't handle what we already have. No, we're not talking about. I know everybody said anything about an issue or not an issue. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that we, if you're not in a situation, it's so easy to say what you would do or what you wouldn't do, but you're not in it. So it's hard to project that out there or think. 
and we can't get around controlled or I don't even know what the word would be. Normal reality, shared reality. Okay. More default reality. Yeah. Default reality. We, we clearly can't get around it because if we could, we wouldn't be sitting here doing. That's what I'm looking at. It was like the, yeah. like the matrix. Like if you found the door that yeah, took the, you into you took the, the pill, or then, you were able to get out and unplug or anything. I mean, that's a great sci-fi way of looking at the world. Well, but, I, I mean, mean, there is a lot of people out there that would beg to differ with you and say that they can do that. Well, but th- where are they? Show yeah, their face. Show me. Yeah. I mean, they're all over the place. There's the Paramahansa Yogananda is one of them. Gandhi was one of them. Buddha was yeah, one of them. Yeah, but they lived their life. Like, okay then you just got to get balls out and live your life. Don't fucking clock in. Do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Like it takes an extreme, all those people you said, those are extreme personalities and they lived and died by what they believed in. Most people don't do that these days. They don't live live and die with, by what they believe in. They will agree if they don't, normally just to keep things easy or they won't rock the boat because I've got a lot of hours in my bank. So I'm just going to, you know, work here till I'm however old or we won't make these extreme sacrifices to get the life that we want. And that's what those extreme personalities did. Basically that any of us could do, you could do it right now by shedding all worldly possessions and going and living in the Himalayas or something. No, that's not what I'm talking. I'm not talking about shedding worldly possessions. I just use those people as, as, as examples of folks that figured out the, I'm using this as, as just a example, the code of shit. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York. A podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Crowley was another one. Well, but like, I think if you, I, you know, Gandhi died, he got killed. He wasn't living this lavish life or anything. He just, he was always actually kind of fighting and always in situations that were pretty hard for him to be in, but he did it anyway. And so it's, I think it's going back to this. It's about your attitude about any situation that you're in, no matter rich, poor, hostile or not, what kind of attitude do you have? And that's going to determine anything and everything else. So is that like the, I remember my dad used to say, like, if you're sweeping floors, you should do it like Michelangelo would paint the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, because then no matter what, somebody comes up and be like, if you could do anything that you wanted, what would you do? I'd sweep the floor. I'm doing it. Like, I, like for real and that they, they wouldn't be lying They're so like, is, is that the is that the um the key to the mystery is just changing your perspective i think if you're asking me i think so because if you if you're sitting in a room and you're facing one way and you refuse to turn around you will not know what's behind you but if you're sitting in that same room and you're rotating and you're ch- getting different angles now you're seeing the beauty and the ugliness of the room and you're incorporating all of it and after a while you're gonna be like this room's pretty fucking rad 
You know, like you can. Or this room fucking sucks and I'm leaving. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about your attitude. Yeah. You could have that farm and cute animals and our cute studio and still have a shit ass attitude and be like, well, when we this live in that other house, now. it's too far <laughs> out. Like we don't live close enough to the city and like nobody like shut the well, fuck that's like, up. Also like what you're talking about. I mean, I feel like speak for the three of us there. We're, we're, we're very happy. Like a giant, we're very happy with our life. Of course we want, you want things a little different or you want something better, but I don't want for much. I mean, I feel my, what, like my dad always said, like having having friends is a richness that so many people yeah. don't have. I would not, you know, I I I'd give away money before I'd give away anything else in my life. If we could just make, <laughs> how about this? If we could just make the same amount of money that all of us together make, and no simple road, and keep living the way we do, oh, I'd be happy. I'm in. Yeah, and I'm not in. have to go and not have to go to work. Yeah, which period. is like our goal. So I'm in. go on over and become a Patreon. <laughs> yeah, <and> that's- <laughs> but that's but right, like we're not tra- talking about changing some dramatic thing. If we could just all enough focus our energy on exactly on us and this and growing would, this. Like that's why I said I wouldn't be doing much. I'd spoil myself more. I'd have more luxurious products, skincare products. I'd. It, you know, wake up to a free, like a sauna and have an early morning jacuzzi dip. I get another pair of vans. You know, <laughs> that, yeah. That, I was just gonna say the like, three of us are so we all do the same. Like when it becomes our birthday time, it's like, what do you want? Rarely do I mean? I mean, like this, this year, year was different. Mel had a banjo. You know, but usually it's like you know, like it's like looking at this thing. But I already have one. I like. Me and Aaron are last. We have a hard time buying her. So I was so excited about a new pair of Air Force Ones. I won't buy another pair for a fucking year or more. You know, we we're not we're not people that are rooted in like monetary. Th- yeah, we have <laughs> we have a lot of what we want, and, and, and the newest are- thing in our lives that we have is in these last six years, birthing no simple road together. Yeah, and that's what we. I love that you asked that question about unlimited. Not one of us said like I'd quit everything and build a mansion and. To, I like like me like like dude. I'm just gonna buy all the dope and watch Rick and Morty all day and do nothing. <laughs> become Job of the Hut and not me. No, we no. I wanna want to be more yeah. motivated towards the things I want. To- well, we're already doing something so good. So just to see it to fruition and do it the best that we can without financial restraints, that would be the best thing. Yeah, in the world. And, and all of us want to help people, which is what we've yeah, always like we're already wanted talking to do about and done in our lives. Having a property big enough for people that like. We're already including others to in make our people feel good. Day. I would bring them up. I think the whole like what I was saying about like I would learn how to edit. And I want to be able to do this thing all the way. Like not that we're not doing it all the way now. We're doing it as much as we can, but like full on, yeah, all the time. Well, thing. you know, we took that meeting with um, Charles a while a while back, and mm-hmm. he gave us so many um, incredible. Uh, ideas of going forward with the show and what we can do with what we've already got. And it made me think about if we had a team of people Mm -hmm. that was helping to produce and like get no simple road out, it would be so much like, I am already proud of it. I already love it, but it would be that much better. And that's what, that's what I would want to do. I would want to continue that to that end. What for? To make a beautiful show and, and to leave a, a great community. legacy and to feed the community and 
when people want to go on their road trips, our listeners, then you come stop at the compound and you could park your RV and charge it and like come be part, do your freaking laundry at the No Simple Road freaking laundry facility and like, well, you and know it, what I mean? Like a, the other the other conflict I have in my mind is like I threw out that whole thing because we love home and say is also the other that flip side of like having two like fucking dope fucking diesel pusher fucking motorhomes to go to other country. Like if we had a team that we just went out where we just went out and hit all the fest. It's just like, but that, that we've all taught, we've talked about that as we're getting older, that, that lifestyle, that that would be fun. So I'm going to revise my answer because like for that first year, it'd be the fucking, what is it? The Prevost fucking Prevo Mm -hmm. Prevos. Each of it, you guys have one, me have one. We're out on the road. So fucking wasteful. We got a team. We got a team that's Green able to. Green my ass. Touch. Hey. Mirth. Yeah. Anyway. Look, man. But that would be I'm dope straight to up, be able to traveling to me would be luxury. The part of traveling I hate is airports, airplanes, fucking all that kind of shit. Like if you're ready to roll like a band in a badass butt, you know, and go travel around the country and sleep in a luxury bed in your mobile home would be awesome for yeah. a little while but then that's that that's not roots it'd be cool to do that i like roots. for a season yeah i like I, roots I, yeah i i think it's it sounds a lot more fun than it is i think we'd that, be burnt out after one festival yeah, season dude think about just one one of our festivals any one of them just think about it and think about it going on and on and on and on i mean definitely it kind of is has done that and and I it didn't just, like it. The house just doesn't move. <laughs> I did, dude, I, yeah, well, it, what yeah. I didn't like is coming back to our empty energy house. The house feels void. It The plants look sickly. The walls are... Yeah, the roots just, started to wither yeah, and pull like back it, a little. It has a weird smell when we come back. It de- always has a weird smell when we come back. And I love to travel and I like to do that fun stuff. But like, if we're being real, we have a grandson and a son and a daughter and... Yeah, and, they're, it, and guess what they're doing? Traveling and doing their own thing. Well, I was going to say, I'm not trying to be somebody that doesn't see my kids, so I always have that in the back of my head when I have these, like, you talk about these fantasies, like, I'm still thinking about visiting Jasper every few weeks or <laughs> sit or sign. That never changes. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm adding that to the compound. We'd have our own little private runway with a private jet so we could fly anybody we wanted anytime, <laughs> anywhere, and bring, we could be like, we're sending, hey, Sid, we're sending the pilot with- Elon, the, if you're out there yeah, We're flying the private jet down there to pick up Jasper so he can come spend yes. the weekend with us. I think- And he gets to sit in the cockpit and help fly. I think it comes to a point where it's like, and I, I, I know this, if you're building something that you love as, as something that you want to support you, like no simple road or a bakery or yeah, whatever said business and you're doing something else, there comes a point where it's you, there's no safe bet. There just isn't. That's what I I was saying. There is no safe bet. Like in the best of circumstances, there is no safe bet. Even if somebody came and was like, hey, I want to give you guys half a million dollars to do what you need to do for the next five years. Now you're on the hook for that. Now you're on the hook for five years of $500,000 to somebody that like, 
oh fuck what if we don't produce what there's no safe bet there's no safe bet when you're moving forward think about like when simon moved out dude it couldn't have been the best like any better he's got his cars paid off he's got money in the bank he already had put his his first month's rent he has a good job like and it was still hard. It's still emotionally hard to be away from us and us to be away from him. It's still weird to live in this new city, even if you love it or not. <laughs> it's still hard to make new friends because you're in this new city. And like, no matter what, everything's going to be challenging to move forward. And it's going to be one of those, oh shit, is my parachute going to open moment? Always. If you're doing life right, if you're the same thing, you clock in, you clock out the same Everything's predictable. And there's hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But you know what you're going to get and it's not going to be different. And that's and and that may actually that's, be fine with you. And that's where I was. That That's exactly where I was stuck that. at in Vegas. You guys, I'm ready to say that to you. And you guys would annoy you guys. It's like, I'm content. In Vegas, yeah. I was content with having a box to go get out of the heat yeah. at the end of the day and having more than enough money to pay my bills to buy bullshit that I didn't need. And I thought that was doing good. Like monetarily, I was doing good. I had a bunch of bullshit I didn't need. I had a three bedroom, two bath house to myself. Yeah. See, the point is I, that, you know, like, it's like no, and I was like, I, I'm content. I'm happy. I got to, you no know. No simple road is fulfilling in ways that I don't think any three of us had before no simple road. No. Mm-hmm. And when we lived in Vegas, maybe say two or three years before we moved here, I wasn't thinking about no compound no. or living in no outside of a city or I was completely content and happy working in the city and yeah. making that kind of money and all the things that we were doing. I didn't have this thought at all. It was no simple road and kind of like those last few years of li- the last, I would say maybe year, not few years. The last year living in Vegas is like, when we started. there's yeah. got to be more than this, you know? And I think that's, you know, especially with what's going on with you, babe, um, there is no safe bet and we're going to have to take a jump. One of us, all of us, one at a time, holding hands. It doesn't matter. In order for us to get to another level, we have to take a certain kind of a risk, period. I'm not saying what it is. I don't know what that is, but it's not going to be more of the same comfort. I it's going to be a risk. This whole thing from day one <clears throat> has been a risk. Yeah, but the stakes no, get higher. Right. And that's where I'm going. This no simple road has been a risk from the get go. Whether I, <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> whether I thought that it was going to be a thing or not, like putting the first episode out was a risk for me. I fucking freaked out. It yeah. Was risky. Yeah. I'm good. And it was a risk to get O'Teal on the show and try and interview him with no experience of doing interviews with people. That's a risk. It was a risk going to Peach and putting on a live podcast in front of a crowd. Like, that's a risk. And the risks have been going up and up and up. But the risks for the show that you're talking about are about creating the show the show has been created. Now it's taking it to the next level. And so the risks can't be the same. They have right. to look differently. They have to 
be higher because it's not a small thing that we're doing anymore. We're no simple road is a name. It's not being barely found out. We're having agents and management reaching us. So there is it it's gonna take a higher tier risk or jump in order for it to fly on its own. Yeah. And that whole thing of like spending most of my time doing something I'd rather not as I'm getting older is bothering me. Yeah, because time is the fucking of the essence, yeah, man. It's bugging me. And, yeah, time and it should. More and more valuable. I, think it sh- I think that's valid. I don't think, it, I'm not going to try to, like usually I try to talk you out of things. Like I think that that heat whatever discomfort or pressure or whatever you want to however you want to you know describe it I think it's appropriate at this point I don't think it's like oh you watch what you're doing or no I think that this we the show needs it and you need it you need to know that you can always count on yourself whether it's because you've been with the job for x amount of years or whether it's because you jumped and you fucking made it but I think that some it's good for you to re know that every now and then in your life. And yeah. you're at this point. That's, I mean, that's where I was before we left Vegas. Yeah. I, I remember. I hadn't done anything like that in a long time. And I uprooted our entire yeah. life on a, well, we well did. let's give it a shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. We uprooted everything. Just like, let's go see if it works out. So it's, it'll take an equal. And look at how successful our life has been through that huge huge leap of faith and this is no different this literally is no different we're just jumping into our next no i don't know what the word is but our next progression and i know i know that we're not the only ones that feel like this like a lot of our friends are in the same boat like feel that pressure and that you know what I mean? That no. You don't? What, what pressure? Like. Same boat as what? The idea of doing something that you would rather not most of the time grates on them as well. I know a yeah. few people come to mind. I'm not going to name them, but. No. I just say that that's everybody we know. Mm, not really. I know some people, a couple people come to mind that really dig their job and are happy with it and do their thing and are stoked you know what i mean and and that's rad but honestly it's not about anybody else no 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 i'm just saying this isn't unique no yeah that's what that's my point right there like like that's like everybody yeah and or a large majority the majority are doing something they don't want to do for somebody maybe what what a better way would to say is that everybody goes through these feelings like once in a while you know like where whatever you're doing like maybe it's schooling and you're like this is freaking done I'm done with it or like you know you've been a nanny for 15 years and you're like this is my last you know what I mean like people reach their eventual expiration date with stuff yeah it's uh like I said it's just been something I was thinking about this week even I had some shit go down at work my job this week at my day job and like even before that, that, that isn't what prompted this. Like I wasn't, that didn't cause me to start thinking about this, but like 
listening to that podcast on the way down there last week really got me thinking like, well, shit, you know what I mean? There's these like great thinkers. There's these CEOs. There's business owners all over the place that decided that they were doing it. And I'm no different than they are. You're no different. Like, so why am I not deciding that? Why am I deciding to play it safe? Can you answer that? No, not right now. But I started asking the question and I wasn't asking that question before. Well, that's it. That's one step closer. Yeah. You know, when you're dissatisfied with something that's um, been steady for you for a long time, that's definitely a signal. I just know it doesn't fit anymore. Like, it used to fit. It was like, it was like a comfortable shoe. It was cool. Like, you know. It's, and I'm great. I'm still grateful for it. Like yeah. it's, it's okay, but it doesn't fit. I don't fit there. I am a round peg in a square hole and it's more and more and more obvious. And I, it's, it's uncomfortable and it didn't used to feel like that. Like, and not uncomfortable because like I'm embarrassed or I don't want anybody to see me. It's uncomfortable because it's like, what are you doing here? Do you get what I mean by that? Like, well, I mean, you know, it's a dog in a cat hotel. When, <laughs> when you guys had this move back to the office, you know, one of your coworkers quit and, you know, I think that that definitely affected you whether you realize it or not. Well, that coworker also had a side hustle that was making a hundred grand. It, a year. Well, but that's what, that's why I brought it up. Yeah. Because even he's making however much money, he was still scared. You said that, that he Mm -hmm. was still, so he had something that could sustain him and he was still scared. That's what I'm saying. Like, no matter what, whether you are prepared or or halfway prepared or you're going to be scared, you have to take a risk. That's what that means. You got to, you don't know how deep the water is, but you got to jump in. Mm Mm-hmm. You don't know how fast the tides are going, but you got to swim. Like, you got to do it. Otherwise, you'll be having this conversation again in another fucking 10 years, five years. Ew. That's gross. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> and it, yeah. Well, we have been having this conversation for five years. Like, well, or more. <laughs> straight up, we've had this conversation, I'll, I'll say, four and a half years maybe, because... Uh, right when you realized that you wanted to do this, then you were like, I want to do this. You, uh, I mean, all we need to do is pull back a couple episodes and we'll see, we'll see when it started. It's, this has been happening for a while. So it's not new. It's reinvigorated. And well, now and it's, it's bigger. Yeah. It, well, exactly. And the boil is bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I said, this is good for you. Be, you. You deserve to be annoyed and do something about this. You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. straight up, I, I got. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you, <laughs> I, I, got, know. I got hot All, this week. Also, also like like the three of us too. Like something that the I know you guys see and are feeling going on or anything, and then I'm witnessing as your like lifelong friends and everything. 
you're you're never done raising your family, but you guys have just reached a milestone in your lives on this earth as you have successfully raised your children and they are out doing their thing. And now it's like, what are we going to do? Like, where are we at? What are we going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not wrong. There's no longer that constraint. Like last year, it it started like a year or more ago with you guys like, no, we can't really afford to go to Madison Square Garden, but shit. Like, and I'm like, fucking do it. You ain't got to worry about this now. Your kids are killing it. Fucking, they got more money in the bank than us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah seriously. It's like, it's like, you did good. Fucking splurge. Fucking mom and dad, go do what you guys want to do because you've successfully and completed right, that Apple. part of your journey because that's a hell of a commitment in life. Of of deciding to be married, have kids, raise them, and to fucking do it well in the world we live we in. We did it fucking well. Is dude. a crapshoot. And fucking now they're, you, you know. do the high five well. And, and it's, all, it, it's, it's also fun. Like, it's fun seeing that happen. And, like, it's not fun seeing you guys being depressed like you were not even depression's not the word just sad, sad. empty yeah. empty yeah empty is kind of what, what what we realize and stuff but then out of that now is coming growth and everything mm-hmm. which like going down last week to eugene and when we get there friday night the oh first thing we do we go in we were at the hotel for five minutes went in dropped our stuff freshened up real quick and then simon and his girl pick us up take us out to one of their favorite cute little spots to eat simon's wheeling around town or he knows it down there and it's talking like my dad while he's driving yeah like to see that and everything and that to me especially you know it's gonna make you uh it's now time to like come bring it to build to to work on your foundation as as a couple and and as individuals you're right dude apple you couldn't hold on (laughs) you couldn't be more right this is our natural progression mm-hmm. after yeah. the kids leave home. Like this is our new venture, our new whatever, our vacation, whatever. Like we're doing stuff that we never were able to do before. I can learn an Fuck instrument. You, I was just going to say you picked up the banjo and, and fucking, the banjo. We're exactly. I never played instruments before. Now I got two instruments. I'm We're learning Spanish. Like, we yeah, you guys are learning Spanish together. So when you go to fucking fish Mexico, you're like, oh, anything I, the way that we Aaron used suavely to. ordering his coffee and Mel's fucking order, you know, that, it's cool. What I'm, we I'm don't sorry, have. I'm sorry. Well, then shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just excited about. That. We don't have to do anything that we used to do the way that we used to do it. No, yeah. and and what I was gonna say is, you one would think that like. Apple said, you guys have completed that part of the journey it, that it would make one feel older or old. It actually makes me feel younger. You because, guys seem because, invigorated. Because <clears throat> there was so much responsibility in raising kids and having them <clears throat> in the home. And it's constant. Yeah, it's do you know what I mean? It's relentless. It's relentless. Yeah, it doesn't stop, (laughs) and it's beautiful. And I wouldn't have changed. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't go without. Yeah, but that doesn't stop. And like now that that's not here, I I feel like like I am in my twenties again. Like oh shit, 
I don't have all that responsibility on me like that. And that's new. That's a new. Uh, tell me two about weeks it. Old, like I've, three weeks old, babe. I've been a mom since I was 16 years old. My entire adult and most of my teenage life. So I know about it. it's an adjustment for sure, but it's the best. It's so fucking dope that we actually get to be like, yeah, let's book our tickets to friggin' Mexico. Yeah, let's uh, go out to eat tonight because we don't feel like it. Yeah, let's, uh, you know, let's go to party back to back each, you know, concert back to back because we can. Like, we get to have the time that we invested in our kids. Now we can do it in ourselves and even more so in our time. We can be like, I'm not fucking going to that place anymore. Period. Mm-hmm. I'm figuring it out this way. Okay, I won't have insurance for one month while I fucking, you know, get my probation or whatever. I'm, whatever it is that we need to do is what I mean. We can do it. We're adults. We're finished, like Apple said, this incredible chapter. And I'm not scared. I'm not scared of what can come. Oh, well, we'll fucking downsize. Oh, well, we'll like just we can adapt is my point to anything that we need to do to move forward. And I ain't scared. Word. Yeah. Yeah. Another poignant thing that happened is Simon's first visit back when he came a couple of weeks ago and stayed with us. Just the one statement he made of like, wow, I just realized I can come back home. Yep. Mm. There's still a home. You guys created a home that is it's not like like you can't like like i don't feel comfortable here this is not my place anymore there's always a place for that you know yeah no aaron and i will always do that but it's just so different now you know and and we get to recreate again and that's fortunate we're lucky and cute (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's freaking true we've got like we're doing no simple road we even have a podcast hobby that we're doing on the back end. And then we're picking up all these extracurricular hobbies that we like. And we can't change our jobs or go back to our job. Like, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Word. Fuck you, Kevin. Like, whatever, you know, boss schmoss. Like, we'll make <laughs> up our new life. <laughs> I like that it's Kevin. Because anytime anybody says Kevin... I think of SpongeBob. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. But you know, my my point is, is you you for you know what my point is is like I got you, baby. I'm I'm I not scared you. to move forward doing anything like the show, our changing our our no, house. And, and you could be uh, a stick in the mud and be like, you can't quit your job because in everything. It- I am never look. Stability comes to me. I don't need to seek it out. Hmm. That's true. It's, That's true. It's true. Well, I I just know that spending time doing things I would rather not doesn't serve me. Your time is valuable, and, dude. And like I know how to do a lot of things. And for a long time I didn't because of being responsible. And I don't have that on me anymore. So 
Uh-oh. I almost learned. <laughs> I was thinking about this. Make it work. Yesterday, I almost learned Cripple Creek in within the month that I got my banjo. To me, that is the best thing I could have ever done for myself. Oh, that's dope. I know. Congratulations. That's really cool. <laughs> Almost. That's, yeah. I, I, I pretty much it. got it. You're but getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting it good. Um, All I know is that what we've created with No Simple Road it's cute. is cute. Is dope. It and, is. And we have the ability to take it a lot further. And doing it. And we're doing it. Yep. And thanks for everybody for coming with us. Yeah. Thanks for listening to us have therapy tonight. I guess it was my day to well day. Were you going to do any kind of a week? Right. I mean, well, like, yeah. I well, I do want to talk about this because polyrhythmics. That's I want to talk about Eugene for a moment. So last weekend we went out on Friday night. We went to go see um, polyrhythmics at the uh, Big Dirty, and it was the second time we've seen polyrhythmics, and they were responsible for our favorite evening. In 2022. Yeah. At, our, at our, Northwest our String Summit. Favorite summer night at Northwest String Summit. Seeing Polyrhythmics was our like no simple road, like aha moment. That was where, like the no simple road prom. Yeah. It really family was. Re, family <laughs> reunion, was prom. Up, dude, it, looking it, around and seeing everybody like just was incredible. So we already were excited about that. So we, they did come on an hour late and that did suck. but. They played that good though. They they, yeah, I was yeah. gonna say they freaking came out and killed it so hard, and was so amazing that it just it was it like reinvigorated my spirit. It felt so good to like go down there, have a great time, be picked up by our son, have a fun night. We like laughed and had you know tapas and all that, and then to like you know top it off with a freaking beautiful night with dancing our butts off with our friends Dave and Laurel and seeing them in, in the morning and then going to Jenny's and hanging out with Jerry's middle finger um, before they performed in Eugene. It was just it was amazing. one of those weekends where it made me so proud to be part of No Simple Road. Yeah. It, yeah. it really did. And that, that's what I wanted to say. And I'll just do, I'll do a quick journey of the weekend. Starting with where Mel was saying, we go down there, we see Simon and Spian go out to an awesome dinner. I only regret that we weren't like chowing that <laughs> night because we were getting ready to go have fun and dance and party. And you weren't going to load up on a whole bunch of heavy no. garlic Spicy. Mediterranean <laughs> to take food. A sacrament. But then we go, we belly. were going down there for our first time to go to the newer venue down there, the Big Dirty, which is just a beautiful spot. And, and, you know, like they said, to hang out with Dave and Laurel and go hang out there. And then Polyrhythmics, they played it so well, like looking back at it, of that long not coming on to like an hour and five minutes late. Because what did we do? Everybody hung out. Everybody was partying. We went back and forth out on the patio so many times. By the time they came on, we knew everybody in there yeah. from Dave and Laurel knowing them and introducing us. Nice. It was so fun. it got everybody really comfortable and really familiar. And then they came on and they just killed it like they do. And it was amazing. And then we had a, we went and stayed at this hotel called the graduate. Loved it. Which is basically like kind of the 
kind of a ritzy place that's right downtown for like what it's there for when uh kids who are in college like when parents come they have parents nights and stuff when the Oregon Ducks play a game those rooms are like 10 times what they normally are because people pay a lot for sporting events and stuff like that so there was a dope stay there all the way up to buff chunk (laughs) and all the things that that were in there and then like I said then we get up Saturday and we check out and we head over to Dave and Laurel's again to hang out and catch up with their awesome little daughter and all the things going on there and Piper Piper. And then we go from there to Jen and Brady's to go hang out with Jerry's middle finger and Brady just like cooked. Oh up my this gosh. Whole, Brady killed it. Yeah. It was like this, this whole like fiesta of all this food. He put all his time into and hang out with them and see what Jenny's beating and all this stuff. And then Aaron and Mel had to go. They headed home that night, but then I went to go to one of the headiest shows I've ever been to to see Jerry's Middle Finger at the Wow Hall in Eugene, which is an old community center that was built in like the 20s or something. And it is, it's like a dank gymnasium. And when we were in that room, 20 minutes into it, I like turned around and looked at the crowd and probably. 70 80 percent of the people who are in that room saw jerry on stage <laughs> it, it was you know it was like because it's 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 an older hippie community down there it's and a heady bunch in eugene, and, and, it, and it, it, it was a journey because along with that becomes like like the smell that happened by set break of everybody dancing was that heady it reminded me of lot and being like on the floor Reminded me of being on floor in the early '90s at Samboyd Silver Bowl in the middle of summer summer when it's 110 degrees and they're spraying fire hoses on the crowd to keep them from passing out to keep everybody wet. I'm glad I don't know about that. Oh, it was it was diggity diggity (laughs) dang. Yeah, but it was the you know time of your life. But best. But yeah, just had a great time. Then I got up and just you know headed my way back and. It was all it was all fun. It was such a cute, awesome, fun family weekend in Eugene. Yeah, Eugene is And a, it made me feel really good going into this week. Eugene is a very special place, man. Yeah. There there is some very particular brand of magic in Eugene that goes down. And yeah. uh, it it produces a very particular kind of Yeah. Bed. Eugene's like Liam Neeson. It's got a particular set, set of, of skills, skills. Yeah. and they they get i mean there's a, there's so much i think everybody there's a whole i mean that's where glass like the glass blowing whole thing started out back in the day of all these pipes and glass blowers you see all over the country and the world now it started happening in eugene yeah look at I it's, mean, it's a heady heady place with Vanita a lot shows, of history all yeah that, all that's from down there and, and, and you feel it yeah that that whole like grateful dead thing took root in Eugene and yeah. and that city is rooted in Grateful Dead everything. Yeah. Yep. It's it and you can feel it when you're down there and the those crowds come come correct. Yeah. And it, and it was a trip to be there with like all these elders cuz a lot of them were were you know my elders. There is people in their 70s and 80s that I'm now I'm like at that table cuz I'm in my 50 I'm an elder too with a big beard and look older and like hang out with a crowd like that, hearing so many different and uh, different people talking about Jerry, this seeing Jerry in 78, Jerry oh in God. 72, Jerry in 89. And I'm like, 
1990, I started seeing Jerry, which is <laughs> cute. Up, kid. And all, but you know, I, I was there. I saw Jerry. Yeah, yeah, you did. Our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Jerry Garcia. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So. Um, yeah, that's. I just wanted to throw that in also, there. Also, I had one of the most transcendental nights I ever had with you. Yeah, that was that, it pretty was, amazing. What a great night. What a great weekend. It was just. It was special. Yep. It, you know that a hotel's good when the lobby elevator opens up to a coffee shop. It's <laughs> <laughs> all it takes. I'm, I'm in 100%. So, hey, everybody, guess what? What? We're coming back Friday with, are you ready? What? Billy Failing <laughs> from Billy Strings That Band. banjo player. Man, y'all better get your your ears on. Get ready for this one. We got Billy Failing coming up. We're coming back on Friday. We'll be back the following Monday. We love you guys. Thanks for sitting here with us today and listening to my therapy session and Apple's You know, it's all of our therapy session. Y'all know that you're going to pick one thing that you know that you're dealing with too and get something out of this. And when we talk and we get our stuff out, it's so much it's not in our head anymore. You know what I mean? It's not trapped in there, I should say. So we can still think about it, but it's actually aired out. And so sometimes we just need to air out our shit to make our next decision. I mean, yeah. we're, we're just strange enough to do it in front of all of you. Yeah, we're doing yeah. it in front of you. So thanks for so, uh, letting us do it. And enjoy <laughs> your week. If you're Well, whenever you listen to this, you're enjoying this on Monday. Enjoy your week. And you can become part of this. Like we keep asking you, reach out to us. Yeah. If you have a topic, if you have a question, if you have something, you should know by now we're totally open to suggestions, to questions, to, you know, you got something rattling around in your mind that you want to hear the three of us talk out and reason out and debate Do and it. come to conclusions. And, and we're here. Part of manifestation is speaking things into existence mm-hmm. and and um putting things out into the universe so that it can come back and i'm gonna say this and you guys are you're all gonna think i'm being silly but i'm dead serious if there's somebody listening out there that's an investor that wants to invest in no simple road hit me up let's have a meeting i'm sure that we could figure something out that would be mutually beneficial for all of us yeah and we can move this thing forward the best way to do that is come yeah hit us up come stay with us and see what we do yep feel it we love you guys we'll be back friday with billy failing take care of each other until then smile at a stranger safety third hydrate and uh we'll see you on the flip side
dwellers of fear. We've traveled this road before, so we may think. But it's a tad bit of strange similarities that feed an A equal A complex. The fears of your past do not equal the perplexities of the current road. I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The Corner of Gray Street.